It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, it's Gina Gardner, and I'm so pleased to welcome you to Gina Gardner and Friends. In this week's episode, I have a, a wonderful lady, Rhiannon Hines. She's an intuitive channel energy worker, and she's also an author. So welcome, Rhiannon. I'm so excited to be talking about Keepers of the Light Codes. And I know that this is going to be a book that you're going to be um, uh, publishing very soon. What do you mean by Keeper of the Light Codes? What is that? Uh, Hey, Gina. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so honoured and excited to be here. And yeah, my this is my my channeled book, which is, as you say, soon to launch on the 1st of October. And it comes to us now as a humanity at a time where we're ready for a greater activation. And a keeper of the light codes is you. It is myself. It is probably a hell of a lot of your listeners. It is someone who is committed to the service of their highest purpose. It is someone who is committed to the service of humanity. And the light codes uh, are basically just that which they hold and embody to walk their path of truth and love and service. So in order to be a keeper of the light codes, we have to be free from whatever it is that restricts us and prevents us from feeling worthy to live that life. And, um, Yeah, so the Keeper of the Light Code, it's an initiation process. It's an initiation process basically into our highest and brightest truth. You know, there'll be a lot of people who are listening to this who where this resonates and they are familiar with words like light codes and, and, you know, higher self and so on. And I think there'll be lots of people who will think, well, that's all pink and fluffy stuff. It's 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 something that's a bit woo-woo and it's not for me. But mm-hmm. I think if you're listening to this, one of the things I would say to you is we live at a time where there's so much darkness and so much um, fear and people 
being uh, constricted by a life that they don't enjoy, I would say to be open to it. Just listen mm. and allow yourself to tune in um, to the real essence of this. Because if you come from your heart, then things get better. Mm. Rhiannon, how did you come to be channeling this stuff? I mean, um, you can't see if you listen to this, but Rhiannon is, you know, she's, she's, you look very young. I don't know how old you are. You look young. Yeah. You look wonderful. How did you get into uh, this? Thanks, Gina. <laughs> uh, I'm 31. So she I started. 23, let me just say to you, she looks gorgeous. Uh, I think it's a good lining. It's a good lining. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't say in all of my adult life I've identified as being a channel or even intuitive or even connected. Um, as a child, I felt very odd in my in my incarnation. As a child, I used to have these moments where I'd be like really confused about who I am. I think, who am I? Who is Rhiannon? where am I? And I would stay like that for a few minutes and then I would come back. And um, so as a child, I was like deeply connected to my my soul aspect, my true aspect. But then I suppose as, as most of us experienced through high school, I got conditioned and, and programmed to believe that I, I should, I should fit the mold of society. I should get a well-paying job. I should get married and I should have children and get a nice house and that would be it and so I followed that model from a really young age and um from a really young age I was like deeply I felt suffocated from life like when I was 18 19 20 I felt suffocated um I had a fiance really young I had a a house really young I was doing it all ticking all the boxes because I've always been a bit of a a good girl, you know, wanting to do the right thing. So I was taking all those boxes and my hands would just shake. I would tremble. And I used to say, there must be more to life than this. And this was what I would say over and over. And I would cry and I would cry. And I think I just had to go through this very short period of initiation, which was deep disconnection and, and unhappiness. And then spirit, <laughs> the divine, I feel, saw me in my suffering, was like, okay, it's time for her to remember. <laughs> and then I, I was broken open at a rapid pace. And when I say broken open, it was like I was, I was guided to do things that allowed me to feel again. So I, I started to do yoga and I was always would cry in Shavasana. I started to do these like women's sister circles and I would always cry. And I started to find more and more joy and more and more joy. And so by the time I was in my early 20s, I was doing life in a way that felt really good. I was had a job that I enjoyed and I, I had a relationship that I enjoyed and I started to feel an expansion in my body. I started to feel a freedom in my energy. And then from there, I wanted to explore mysticism. I wanted to explore magic. And like, I was really drawn to uh, magical shops, you know, with tarot cards. And I, I got the deck of, I got a deck of tarot cards and I tried to study the tarot and just would not retain the information. It was like, I was trying to, to do tarot readings for myself and I just couldn't remember what the cards meant. And I've always had quite a, a strong ability to be able to master my mind and my thoughts. And my mind has never been very busy. And I noticed as I was doing at the tarot that something was telling me what each card meant. There was like an inner voice. 
and it sounded like my highest, it sounded like a thought. It was clear and it felt true and I started to listen. And then I accepted that I didn't need the book. And then I started to do this for my friends where I'd just do the tower and close my eyes and, and, and wait to hear what will come through. And then I started to accept that as truth. And that was the breakthrough is when I accepted what was coming through my heart as truth. Then the higher, the higher mind via my heart started to come through really, really strong. And then I started to write. And then the more I, the more my own energy um, improved, the more my vibration lifted, the more, um, the more profound and impactful the messages of what was coming through were. So I went from doing tarot readings about what were kind of quite trivial issues at the time to channeling these, these messages that were intended for humanity and felt really galactic in nature. So now I identify with this idea that I'm a channel, but only because I know that we all are channels and I've just been able to spend some time to cultivate that and yeah here I am now 2021 I spent that year writing the book because I was finding every time I sat down to write it was flowing on from the last sitting yeah that's amazing you know there are many people who feel they don't belong as children that they feel mm -hmm. on the outside and I've written a series of uh, intentional journals and workbooks for people who are empaths and not all empaths are recognize that, that they can channel they they're not all um they don't all um exercise that empathy in a very particular way people who are very sensitive to the energy of other people you know they walk into the room and they can sense that somebody's unhappy that's somebody who has empathy and 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 is an empath and I've worked with a lot of people who are intuitive and who are empaths and many of them have had really troubled um starts in life partly because they felt so much on the end inside. So if you're listening to this, go and explore uh, some of the books uh, that I have on uh, Amazon. And one of them is, the, the title is, Are You an Empath? And it will help you recognize, remember um, yourself and uh, how you're operating and perhaps give you a way through to you opening up in a very different way. We've got to go to a short break now, but when we come back, one of the things I'd like to really explore with you is the importance, and you mentioned it much earlier on, of self-worth um, and how mm -hmm. I believe that's the conduit to um, accessing your own inner wisdom or intuition and ultimately a connection with source or God or call it what you will. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a minute. Are you or a loved one struggling with addiction? Rancho Milagro Recovery is an accredited drug and alcohol addiction recovery program treating the whole person through their lifelong recovery process. Our process incorporates both medication-assisted treatment and psychological therapy to help all aspects of an individual's mind, body, and spirit. Our lavish accommodation sits on 60 acres of outdoor greatness where your privacy and discretion is our utmost concern. Find lasting recovery and walk away from addiction one step at a time. RanchoMilagroRecovery.com Welcome back. I and my guest, um, Rhiannon Hines, are talking about 
Keepers of the Light Codes. And although that's the title of of Rhiannon's upcoming book, it's also um, a topic, I think, that we all need to be aware of, how we can be a beacon of light um, to other people, how we can make a difference in the world. And for me, I think it all starts with having a a really solid sense of self-worth. I'd be really interested in your take on that. Uh, It's actually so fitting, the idea of self-worth for what it is that is channeled through in the Keepers of the Light Code. So each, each initiation within the Keepers of the Light Codes is peeling back a layer of resistance to the idea that we are already whole, complete, in our absolute mastery. So throughout our spiritual journey or our journey of personal development, a lot of this is about becoming someone more. And this even happens in our spiritual in our spiritual journey. I want to become more ascended. I want to become more whole, more. I want to raise into another dimension. And all of these ideas make whoever you are now not enough, not whole, not, not divine, right? And the truth is, we are we're not operating in linear time all of the potential all the potential versions of us exist now and depending on our perception of ourselves we can access higher states of who we are if we allow ourselves to dissolve our resistance to that so self-worth to me is about understanding that who you are now is a choice in your own perception of self, the own way you allow yourself to recognize your mastery. And if you can see yourself as the divine, as an aspect of God incarnated in this physical vessel, then what is there to doubt in your worth? You are creation in its pure form. And to me, self-worth is is more than loving just different aspects of yourself. Every aspect of you is is the divine in in incarnated form. So when we realize that, it's impossible to not be absolutely in love with ourselves. It's impossible to not be as in love with ourselves as we are the divine, as we are an innocent child, as we are the most perfect flower, because we're all aspects of the creator. So the keepers of the light codes, is a series of initiations that one one at a time peel back the resistance to that we have to that notion. So the introduction reminds us we're done. We are it. We are all there'll ever be. And then if we can engage with life as that, how do we serve the world? You know, there'll be lots of people out here uh, listening to this who, as I say, this will feel very normal to them. This is a conversation that they will have had with their friends and the groups that they belong to. But I think if you're listening to this and you're, this feels unfamiliar to you, I would say to you, if you think about your relationship with yourself, think about how you view yourself. Do you use the same criteria for yourself to measure your success, for example, as you do other people? Or are you harder on yourself? Do you have that negative voice in your head saying, should have done this, shouldn't have done that, you're not good enough, or imposter syndrome? Because all of those are forms of resistance. 
And ultimately, recognizing that you are whole is really important. Now, because you're whole and you're not broken, does that mean there aren't areas for development? No, it doesn't. It's my belief that we are all, if you like, um, card-carrying students of life, and our life is here to teach us. And so when you start to create that loving relationship, loving, not indulgent relationship with yourself, you treat yourself as you would a really valued friend. And whether you're, you resonate with the spiritual aspect of this, or you just see it as recognizing your worth, taking radical responsibility. And those of you listening to the show know I talk a lot about taking radical responsibility for who you are and how you turn up day by day. You are, in fact, creating that incredible relationship with yourself. And through that, then you will start to discover that we are all on a spiritual journey wherever we are and that we can make a difference. And I think one of the other things to say how important it is that as we discover that in ourselves, how we recognise that having a life of purpose is Mm -hmm. as much around how we serve others and how we serve the world and what a different Mm -hmm. world it would be if everybody came from that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to go for a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to carry on the conversation about how you can uh, make a difference in your own life and a difference in other people by truly owning who you are and by letting go of the resistance to being your best self and the best self of today being the foundation of your best self tomorrow. So don't go away. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. So, what is love? Love is being independent. Love is dancing. A Shriners Hospital for Children. Love is a new smile. At Shriners Hospitals for Children, Love is caring for a child, regardless of the family's ability to pay. If you know a child we can help, visit ShrinersHospitalsForChildren.org. Where are you headed? Uh, just gonna hang out. If any of your buddies ever pressure you to take a drink, just tell them you promised your dad you wouldn't. I promise. Love you too, Dad. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Welcome back. So... Rhiannon, what do you see as the major resistance that, you know, do they come in, are there certain categories of resistance that people go through? Um, Or is it just general resistance? Will people be able to recognise through uh, which resistance they've got in order to be able to access fully your your initiations? So I feel that some of the initiations a reader might need all of them but depending on where you're at in your ability to to know and love yourself you might just need one or two right so some of these initiations speak to the unloved aspects of the shadow body so where you haven't dived into maybe some pain or some some trauma that you haven't looked at some could be the um the lack of confidence, the lack of worth to actually show up in service 
to others? You know, am I, do I actually have anything to offer? There is a whole range of, of how someone could be in resistance to the idea that they are in fact a master. But I would say the biggest thing that I notice in my clients and in, in my work is too much attachment to outcome when making a decision that feels intuitively right for the heart now. So what I mean by that is, as you as you mentioned before the break, like you, the version of us today is the only version that ever exists. And the heart is guiding us into our highest truth, our absolute purpose, our absolute service, our most divine life. The heart is, is guiding us there in every moment, but the only moment that exists for the heart is now. Yeah. So, so many people have this moment of inspiration, like, oh, I, I want to paint, I want to paint. And then the mind kicks in. But in the future, how will you pay your bills as a painter? How will you become an artist and look after your family? And the projection of outcomes in the future stops them from taking action from their heart now. But if they could, if, if, if we could lean into trust that the heart knows the heart knows where it is guiding us and it's going to be a most spectacular journey beyond our wildest imagination. If we can lean into trust that the heart knows and act on what the, the heart longs for in every moment without any attachment to outcome, then we're always guided into our service. And what the heart wants might not always be comfortable. It might be us stepping through our fears to maybe speak in public, stepping through our fears to show our art at an exhibition exhibition but if the heart's longing and the fear that comes with it is infused with excitement curiosity then you know it's of the heart you know it's a divine initiation so yeah I would say the heart is inability to recognize the heart's longings as a form of guidance is the greatest obstacle that we need to uh, overcome as a humanity and, you know, I think the thing that gets in the way of that is people being fearful. Mm -hmm. And yeah. fear and, and love are at opposite ends of the vibrational continuum. But if people are listening to the media, if they're listening to people talking about things that are going wrong and, and uh, how difficult life is or is going to become, worrying about the past, anxious about the future then that gets in the way of you being able to access a life living through uh, the other end of the continuum, which is coming from a place of love. And for me, that's not pink and fluffy at all. It's really quite exacting. Mm. Um, so I think that's really great. Where can people get hold of you? Um, so if you head over to my website, which is riannonhines.com, then yeah, you can get in contact there. You can um, check out my energy work practitioner training and my, you can find, register your name and your details to be the first to know when my book releases. Or if you just want, you can just follow me on Instagram, which is Rhiannon Hines. And to spell Hines so that people know that because uh, although it's yeah. <laughs> like Hines beans, it's not spelled that way. No, it's not spelled that way. It's H-E-I-N-S. <laughs> Rhiannon Hines. Uh, so give me the website again. So rhiannonhines.com, R-H-I-A-N-N-O-N-H-E-I-N-S.com. <laughs> That's brilliant. So what's the dream for you? You're, you're obviously um, uh, someone who wants to make a, a, and is making a positive difference in the world. 
what is the dream if you um, were able to achieve what it is that at the moment that you see as your purpose what's that Mm, so I love that question thanks Gina that gives me a chance to really indulge (laughs) indulge my dream um so I find that my purpose in one moment like I cannot plan too far in the future because it changes and I have to just keep honoring the evolution of it but my family vision is what underpins my future vision and I have two daughters age three and one and I suppose my my number one priority is that my daughter's don't have to forget for too long who they are or hopefully maybe not at all and to me that comes from living in nature um, receiving a schooling that guides them back to their truth and if I can create a life for my family my husband and my two children where we are just doing those things fulfilling our purpose surrounded by nature and not having to rely on a a system that I don't feel is necessarily nurturing to authenticity and truth, then that is my ultimate goal. Sounds great to me. What piece of advice would you give to uh, our listeners today who perhaps all of this is a bit unfamiliar? How would you help them um, understand? Hmm. I would say that we've all incarnated here 2022 as souls for a reason and that it is because as souls we have our own unique skill sets that we can bring to humanity and the earth at this time of great change and that there's nothing for you to learn or become you don't need to become obviously you're going to be guided to receive some texts and some learnings but what I mean is All of the true knowledge that you need to access is there in your soul blueprint, is there in the fabric of who you are. And all you really need to do is stop trying so hard to figure it out. Surrender, let go and let God and ask for help. Prayer to me is is the guiding force of my life. And I always connect and say, keep me on my highest path. Show me where I need to be. Show me what I need to see. And and with that, I can just melt. I can melt and know that every obstacle, every challenge, it's all an, a necessary initiation. Yeah. So just remember who you are. Remember that you're a soul and you've got it all there. You just need to peel back the layers that have stopped you from remembering that truth. Thank you. Now, we're very proud to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One, which is a global organisation which supports projects around the world to eradicate hunger, to give clean water, good health, to protect the environment, to protect the vulnerable. It's an amazing organisation because um, they raise the money for um, all of the admin very separately to the money that you donate to the projects. The projects are well vetted um, and you know that every cent, every penny, every dime goes towards these projects. And we ask all of uh, our guests to choose one of four projects Um, And the four projects at the moment will donate on your behalf um, is clean water, feeding the hungry, education. And there's a project to help young people in the Ukraine. Which of those projects would you like us to donate to on your behalf? May I just choose whatever one is lagging behind? 
<laughs> no, 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 you've got an active choice. Uh, clean water. Okay, we will be making a donation on your behalf. And we also donate free meals based on the numbers of people who listen to the show. So please do listen to the show and encourage other people to listen to the show because just by listening, you're helping other people. Rhiannon, thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's been a, a great show. And I think for lots of people, they'll be curious. And I would say if you're listening and this is not familiar territory to you, just be really curious. Uh, Rhiannon's book, Keepers of the Light Codes, is published on uh, the 1st of October, I think. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, dip into it because... We all have resistance of one sort or another. And as I say, be open-minded, be curious. You know, for those of you that are interested in, in moving your, uh, your self-development journey forward, on Amazon you will find a, a, a wide range of uh, intentional journals designed to help you actually get in tune with your uh, inner voice uh, and to help you develop and grow. And you'll find them on my author page. Just go to Gina Gardner on Amazon and you'll find a whole range there. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next show. I'd love you to contact me, Gina, G-I-N-A at genuinely-u is my email address. That's Gina, G-I-N-A at genuinely-u. Let me know what you think. And if there are themes or questions you've got to ask, then please do contact me. Take care. And thanks again, Rhiannon. We'll see Thank you. you. Thanks time. so much. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.